0: Or without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 80 of the Lose Weight Live Life podcast. Today it's all about feeling emotion. So this month inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, we actually, well actually we start today, the day this episode will come out, we are going deep on feelings with daily work and the 100 Urge Challenge. It's not too late to join if you would like to participate in the Academy as a VIP member with annual membership and one-to-one coaching support. So if you're interested, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash 12, that's the numbers 1, 2, offer, O W F E R. The next opening of the monthly membership is also coming up in the last week of April. If you want to be the first to know when that opens, you can get on the waiting list at www.thebestyoucoach/enroll. This opening will give you the chance to join at the current 2021 price for 48 hours before we switch to the 2022 price. So the price also at which you join will never increase whilst you remain a member. So if you've been thinking of joining, don't miss this opportunity to lock in that lower price. And I'll tell you a little bit more about the 100 Urge Challenge later in the podcast because it will make more sense once we've delved deeper into today's topic of feeling emotion. So although I've explored emotion with you before on the podcast, let me recap for those of you who are maybe new. So an emotion is a one-word description of a vibration in your body and there are hundreds of emotions from happy and sad to something more like contempt or euphoria and these hundreds of emotions all have different vibrations. So what causes these emotions? Well, emotions are created or they start in our brain. There will be a stimulus or a trigger, and then we will have a thought in response to that stimulus or trigger. And together, these create chemicals. The cool ones are serotonin, dopamine, adrenaline and oxytocin to flood our body. In different ways. And in 2014 there was a study done by Glarion and some colleagues who showed how different emotions show up in our bodies. The study found that the vibration of happiness, for example, centered in the upper torso but spread throughout the entire body, whereas the vibration of anger was felt primarily in the upper chest and in the head and also in the hands. Disgust was felt primarily in the lower stomach and in the throat. Now, chances are how and where you feel your feelings is something that you've not really considered before. And today I'm talking to you about why you might want to start exploring this concept of feeling your feelings or feeling your emotions. By the way, I use the words feeling and emotion interchangeably. They mean the same thing. So what does all of this have to do with eating? Well, eating has become a very normal way for us humans to manage our emotions. You see, no one ever really showed us how to feel our feelings, how to feel our emotions and what to do with them. Most of us grew up being advised not to feel them, to not show them or express them. We may have been told to be brave and not cry or that it was not acceptable to you know, pull faces in response to something our parents told us to do that we probably didn't want to or to have angry shouting outbursts. It wasn't acceptable and polite behaviour. Some of us may also have been told to keep quiet and not express ourselves, to not talk back. And so we learned to keep everything in. We were advised to not allow our emotions to surface, to process them or to let them out. And some of us might even be fearful of allowing ourselves to express ourselves, to feel our emotions and share what we were experiencing. And when we keep these emotions in, they have nowhere to go. They build up. We don't know how to feel better until, that is, we learn to eat to feel better, to eat in response to them, because eating floods our body and brain with dopamine and or serotonin, which the dopamine creates feelings of pleasure and the serotonin helps create feelings of calm. So it's no wonder that when we've learned to use food to feel better and we've, done, we've eaten to feel better so many times that it's become an automated response to feeling emotions that we don't want to feel. So what are these emotions that we don't want to feel? And honestly, it could be any emotion. Oftentimes we eat in response to positive emotion as well as in response to negative emotions. But I'm going to focus on the negative ones here for the moment. So some of you may be very aware that you eat in response to feelings of stress or loneliness or angry or being upset. Stress I think of is really a generic term that we use to describe a range of emotions rather than being the emotion itself. So if you consider yourself a stress eater, you may be eating in response to the emotions you're feeling that create stress in your body because you don't know what to do with them. You don't like feeling them. Your body doesn't like feeling them. And if you know what emotions you eat in response to, that's great, you're one step ahead already. But many of us don't know why we wanted to eat to feel better. We just noticed that urge that desire to eat. And oftentimes the underlying emotions might be more subtle. They might feel like insufficiency or a disquiet or a dissatisfied, or sometimes they just think of it as a discomfort. What's going on within us can feel very vague. And this can be because our feeling of these emotions, rather our avoidance of feeling these emotions and responding to them with food has become so normal. It's become so habitual that we almost skip the feeling of that initial emotion altogether. Because as soon as the vibration is triggered in our body, we are instantly triggered to think of eating, which causes another emotion, which is the urge, the desire to eat within our body, which is also, as I said, another emotion, another feeling, and we eat in response to it. And as I said, all of this happens so quickly, it feels instantaneous, which is why our eating often feels so out of control, as if we just can't stop it. Now, the good news is that there are actually lots of things that we can do to wean ourselves of using food in our lives to manage our emotions and to feel better. And these include managing the original triggers, managing the thoughts that we have in response to those triggers, allowing the primary emotion that we feel to be there, to process that emotion, to feel that feeling, to change how we think about the primary emotion, and allow the urge to eat as being the secondary emotion. So there are five places in the pathway. That is number one, the trigger, number two, the thought, number three, the primary emotion, number four, the second thought, and number five, the secondary emotion, which is what I call the urge to eat. And whilst you might think it makes sense to start with addressing the first part of the cycle, the initial trigger actually is far more powerful to start at the end with the urge to eat which is where we are doing the work this month in the 100 urges challenge this is that's the month of april 2022 if you're listening to this podcast at another time and that's because finding the original trigger can be quite tricky because it's buried so deep because we've been avoiding feeling that primary emotion our whole lives now we do also do work on looking at all of those parts of the pathway or the cycle inside of the lose weight live life academy but this month we're going to be going really deep on looking at that feeling the urge the desire to eat. When we start doing the work on the feeling, the urge, the desire to eat, we stop using food as a solution to feel better. And because our brain is so clever, when we stop allowing the food to be our solution, earlier part of the cycle will naturally adjust without us having to do quite so much heavy lifting. And by that, I mean conscious work to change how what we're thinking and what we're doing in response to those triggers. So how do we decondition our body and brain away from using food to help us to feel better by focusing on the feeling that is the urge to eat? Well, it's as simple and as difficult as allowing ourselves to feel the feeling, to feel the urge to eat and allow it to be there in our body and not respond to it. Most of us only know two ways of responding to the urge to eat. The first is that we eat. We feel the desire in our body, accompanied by the instruction in our mind to order, buy, or get whatever food it is, and then we eat it. And then the urge may dissipate, or we may feel it again, and then we eat more. And the second is what we do when we're dieting, and that is we try to control ourselves, and that is that we resist the urge, the desire to eat, and we don't eat. And when we do this, we usually create some tension from that resistance in our body. But there is a third way to respond to feeling that urge, that desire, that compulsion to eat, and that is to allow the feeling to be there, to feel it in a relaxed way in our body. So we're not doing something such as eating to make it go away, and we're not pushing back against it by resisting. We're letting ourselves instead get comfortable with feeling that And that is the work that we are going to be doing with the 100 Urges Challenge inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. I'm going to be giving you lots of help and support and tips and techniques so that you can learn how to feel that feeling, that urge in your body and not eat in response to it. Now, as I said earlier, the challenge is because most of us have spent our entire lives getting really good at not feeling our emotions in our body. We've got really good at numbing them, avoiding them and resisting them. And in fact, many of us will go to incredible lengths to not feel uncomfortable or some undesirable emotion. You may have heard me say before that everything that we do in our life or that we don't do is because of how we think doing or not doing, whatever it is, will feel or will create, you know, what result, the result it will create for us to, feel something. So we humans like to feel good. Now we may interpret good as happy, joyful, relaxed, successful, proud, love, content. There are many many words to describe positive emotion but we don't realize that everything we do is because of the feelings that those things will create. Whether that is buying material things, spending time with people we care about, going on days out and holidays, Even the things we do at work, even those things we do that we don't want to do, we do them because of the negative emotion we would feel if we didn't do them. Whether that is the discomfort of a negative appraisal or even getting fired, we think we work because we want the money, that it's a necessity of living life. But in truth, it's because we want to avoid the discomfort of not having money, of not having a home, of being able to feed our families. We want to avoid how awful we think that would be, how awful we think that would feel. And that's just the way of the world. But when you think about it, when you realize the extent to which we do things in life to create and avoid emotion, it's no wonder that we use food the way that we do to help ourselves to feel better. It's inexpensive. It takes relatively little time. We can you know, shove a few biscuits into our mouth to help us to feel better about a difficult afternoon or evening ahead of us in just a few moments. We don't even have to take a break from the work that we're doing. And it only costs a few pence. So how do you feel a feeling? Well, why not pause and take a moment right now? Ask yourself, how am I feeling? Remember, you're looking for a one word description of a vibration in your body. Now, because we're not used to considering our emotions in this way, you may not know how you're feeling and that is okay. You can start with asking yourself if you are feeling more positive, more negative or more neutral, or you might find that you almost have a default response of stressed or anxious. Some of us live most of our lives feeling this way. It's become habitual. It's become just our norm. And if this is you, ask yourself, so if you notice your mind telling that you feel stressed, pause a moment and ask yourself why. Is it because you've got too much to do? Because a family member is unwell? Or because you're spending the day doing something you would rather not be doing? Whatever answer your mind gives you, repeat the sentence back to yourself asking, when I think, and it's sort of dot, 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 fill in the blank, how do I feel? So, for example, it may be when I think I have too much to do, how do I feel? And you may come up with the emotion of overwhelmed or defeated or frustrated. And you will have started the process of learning and understanding your emotions more just by going through that little thought process in your mind. You can also write it down on paper if you want to. That can be really help you get some perspective from it now you've shown yourself that underneath that label of stress you can pinpoint specific thoughts and feelings and you may find that you're sort of there there are loads of them once you start sort of uncovering what's going on for you maybe there are 20 reasons you're feeling stressed and each of them when you check in with yourself creates a different feeling a different emotion a different vibration in your body and so in that case what I suggest you do is just pick one pick one sentence one emotion pairing one thought one emotion pairing and then ask yourself where in the body do you feel it and and then how would you describe the way that it feels in different parts of your body now in the lose weight live life academy you have some worksheets to guide you through what you feel in different parts of your body this is doing the work of feeling an emotion this is you opening yourself up and relaxing into that feeling in your body so what happens next well sometimes that emotion once we open ourselves up to feeling it will pass. Sometimes we get relief from it and we feel better. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes that emotion stays with us for a while longer. The thing is, when you think about it, what is so difficult or terrible about feeling this emotion that we cannot carry on with our day whilst we feel it? Many times we eat in response to low-level negative emotions, such as boredom or irritation, just as much, if not more, than we do to higher-level negative emotions, such as fear or grief or hate. Many of us go about our day feeling bored or maybe having a low level of irritation much of the time. And when our response to that is to hop right into that pathway that I mentioned earlier, that results in us feeling the urge to eat, to feel better, it's worth considering that maybe it's okay to spend some time feeling bored or frustrated and just carry on with doing what we're doing until we naturally start to feel better without doing something that creates a net negative in our lives. You see, eating to feel better is only a problem when it's out of balance, when the result of our relationship with food has us being a different size or physical health or having been emotionally unwell. Because when we do things to avoid feeling in a non-balanced way, generally doing the thing we do to feel better is always going to leave us feeling more negative emotion. If you're a different weight to the weight you want to be, if you have a different relationship with food to the one you want to have, how much is your weight and relationship with food responsible for the negative emotion that exists in your life, which has you turning to food to feel better? This is why often it feels as though the more weight we gain, the more miserable we feel, the more we eat, the more weight we gain. Before I finish, I want to remind you one more thing. We can't eliminate negative emotion in our lives. No matter what we do, no matter who we are, we're always going to experience a mix of positive and negative emotion. We cannot avoid it with food or drink or drugs or overspending or gambling or a sex addiction. We can't avoid it with success or money or power. And even if it were possible to be happy all of the time, we would not know what it meant to be happy because we wouldn't know any different. We wouldn't have anything to compare happiness with. So we still wouldn't be happy. It's like what I always say, losing weight, becoming the weight you want to be will not make you happy. When you think that weight loss is the answer to everything, you will be sorely disappointed and you will possibly gain that weight right back. So when you might be asking yourself, what's the point then in losing weight? Or you might still be convinced that actually I am happier when I lose weight. And I hear you. So yes, I prefer to not be morbidly obese. Yes, I love not having constant thoughts and judgments of myself about my weight running through my mind. Yes, I like that it's easier to find clothes to wear. But life is still part positive and part negative. Different challenges still come up. There is still plenty to feel negative about. And of course, what I also said right at the beginning is that these emotions, these feelings in our body are created in our mind. We create them ourselves by the way that we think about things. This is why you may believe you'll feel better when you weigh less or you're healthier, but it's only because you're changing how you're thinking. It's only because it's easier for you to think differently that you then feel differently. And there's a lot of work that you can do there also, what I call thought work, to also help manage some negative emotion. And this is something else, of course, that we do in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. So to recap, a key strategy in helping you manage emotional eating is to learn the skill of feeling different emotions, both the primary emotion and the secondary urge to eat, to be there in your body, to not eat in response to them and not avoid them through willpower or distraction. Doing the work of learning to feel your emotions is life changing. Not only will it change your relationship with food, but it will empower you to do things that you consider hard or difficult or uncomfortable, whether that's speak up in a meeting, say no to your mother-in-law, turn up to a book club or social occasion on your own. Because when you know how to feel the uncomfortable emotions that doing these things create for you in your body, when you know that the feeling won't derail you, you can do anything. And the more you allow these emotions to be there, the easier doing all of these things will get, the less you will feel them. In just the same way that the more willing you are to feel the desire or the urge for food and not eat in response to it, the more effectively your brain will rewire itself to find alternative solutions to help you. So the next time you feel the urge, the desire to eat something that you know isn't aligned with the way that you want to eat, pause for a moment, check in with yourself and explore how it feels in your body. Be pleased to have the opportunity to do the work. Be curious to know where in your body this feeling, this vibrating is exactly. What is it about the vibration that is so awful you feel so compelled to eat? Is it just possible it's not that awful at all? What if you could just allow yourself to feel it, to allow it to be there and just relax into breathing into it? What if you being willing to feel this in your body was the first step to make the changes you want to make in your life? Okay, that's what I want to leave you with today. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to change your relationship with food for life, there are two things that you can do right now. You can join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy as a VIP 12-month member by going to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash the number 12 and offer or you can get yourself on the waiting list for the next monthly membership enrolment during the last week of April. Um, and as I mentioned, you will have 48 hours when that enrolment opens to lock in the 2021 pricing before the 2022 price increase. To go to, to get on that waiting list, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll. And that's just one L there in enroll. Okay, thanks for listening. Have an amazing week and take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month lose weight live life group coaching mastermind intensive go to wwwthebestyoucoachforward forward slash coaching to find out all the details